So hello, Amy, originating from Dartford, Kent. From Dartford, Kent. (laughs) (laughs) Glamour. (laughs) And where were we talking to you? Where are you now, Amy? Uh, I am in Bondi. Very nice. Have we got some sunshine in Bondi today? Well, Bondi's a bit shitty today. (laughs) I feel like the whole of Australia is a bit shitty at the moment, isn't it? Well, there's not brilliant, but we... We don't like to admit that, do we? Huh? Um, we don't like to admit it to the outside world. That is very true. Uh, thank you so much, Amy Lynch, for joining us at Fire and Forte. I am so excited because I slid into your DMs after hearing about you through one of my friends who uh, you have been responsible for really giving her a fantastic time since, since moving to the Bondi suburbs. Um, so I've been looking at everything that you do and you're the founder of Bondi Beach Babes, but not just that, a founder of a number of businesses. You are self-employed consultant and you're an operations manager with the Chamber of Commerce. Is that still part of your, yes, right? So I don't understand. That's us still in. No one really understands my work life. (laughs) So can you explain what you do and how you divide up your time? Maybe Uh, not how you divide, just who who you are, what you do. (laughs) Uh, So I am, I'm actually a teacher um, by trade. Uh, So, and I still teach, I still teach a little bit at UTS um, for a couple of days. And then that's kind of the, the backbone of things. And then in between that, then my passion is community and kind of getting people together and, and doing things creatively. So along with the teaching, I then do um, kind of lots of things to help local businesses. So run things or help run um, like the Bondi Festival and some kind of big events down at Bondi. Uh, and then during COVID, we set up Bondi Beach Babes, um, which kind of actually came out of a bit of a sad place it came out of feeling really lonely like we were, we were talking about before sort of friends moving um up to the central coast during covid and then realizing good shit i don't i don't know who you know who are my people um so we set up this community that was uh, a friend and i set it up and then it sort of exploded uh has now got nearly seven and a half thousand women in it which is incredible <laughs> Uh, so I, yeah, I do the cha- like the the big events in Bondi, Bondi Beach Babes, and then four weeks ago, um, opened a pub. So now officially Peggy Peggy Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it now. Now you've Lane said it. Landlady. That's it. <laughs> How good! Wow. Yeah. That, that is, and you still work for the Chamber of Commerce as well. Yeah, so I kind of balance my time not very well, to be honest, um, between those, yeah, mainly between those things. And then I also do some social media kind of work in the background. Um, Yeah, but I think they all kind of have this common thread of community, helping people, getting people together, and they all, you know, sort of nicely, that they're not so distant from each other, all all those different things. Well, I, it sounds like you can't help yourself, to be honest, as well. There's obviously something that you're good at and passionate about, and then you maybe get involved in in lots of great things because of that. I'm, I'm, you can you can deny or agree with that maybe at some point, but I'm really interested in what the courage that you had to actually go after Bondi Beach Babes because um, 
wow, it's not a unique feeling, feeling lonely at any time, let alone during lockdown. So was that a scary thing to put yourself out there and actually do? Um, not scared. I think not scary because I think I'm someone who just, you know, puts things out there and just sees. I don't have fear around failure, so I don't really care so much. I care about what other people think, of course, but you know, an idea flopping. I've that hasn't. That's never been one of my fears. Um. So, and I didn't, to be honest, with any idea I have as well, I kind of, obviously I want, I've always wanted to do, to do well, but I never really look at it so far in the future. I just think, okay, let's see what happens now. And like I was saying to you, yeah, I, I had a really shit time during, um, during like got very depressed and um, was not doing so well at all. And I kind of always think I'm like a solutions person. And I was thinking, I was like, right, what's, you know, what's going on? And the problem was I felt lonely. So, okay, what's the solution? I need to meet people. I'm like, well, I'm not, I need to do something. I'm good at bringing people together. What, you know, what can I do that I enjoy? Like we were talking about our mutual friend and running all these activities. I'm like, I enjoy being active. Okay, let's get a surfing program together and let's get some women on that who I can then meet. Um, so I kind of wasn't, it, and then we didn't expect it to be so popular I literally thought like 20 people would join. <laughs> but I think, and that's, I think so many women join, you know, a lot of women. And I think the older you get, you know, you have, especially us being expats living in Australia, I think you're so used in the, in the beginning, putting yourself out there and meeting new friends and you kind of throw yourself like into these really weird scenarios. Then you get that big network of friends that you go through so many life events together and then when they're gone, you're like, oh, I don't, now what do I do? So I think, um, yeah, I, I didn't, it wasn't scary because I didn't expect the magnitude to which it would grow. <laughs> yeah. So what was the first step that you took? Uh, a Facebook post. Okay. We literally just put it up and said, what did we do? We did a brunch, a boozy brunch. And we put it out there and we, we just said, look, we're, we're creating this community anybody want to join and we had like 40 women come straight away but I think the really beautiful thing that then happened out of that like yes they all showed up but then after the event everyone everyone kept in contact so it was really lovely like I was walking around Bondi and I could I'd walk past a bar and there'll be two girls in there and they're like tapping on the window like here we are so I think it just created I think the nice thing about that group is it's created these friendships that have just gone beyond the events. Like it's, it's been, yeah, it's been really lovely. Really a friend matchmaker, to be honest, all that someone needed was someone <laughs> to almost get some similar people together. Yeah. <laughs> so it was after lockdown, was it? Or was it kind of in between lockdowns? Uh, I can't, I've sort of lost track of all time. I think it was in between lockdown. COVID was definitely going on. Uh, it must have been in between lockdowns or uh, I can't really remember. Sometimes because I was, it, it, that. I mean, thank goodness you could have a brunch and then meet together. I was yeah, also thinking was, what yeah. happens then when, because we had lockdowns on and off for obviously two years. What then was Bondi Beach Waves around while those people that had met in real life then got back into being locked down? 
It was actually, now you say that, because we ran, um, it was definitely in between because then we started running for a little while. We did online events. So we did, um, what did we do one? Like a margarita and makeup tutorial. So we had a low, and it was really cool. Like we had a local bar making margaritas and everyone ordered their kits and stuff like that. Um, yeah, we, we ran stuff during lockdown as well. That sounds brilliant. And the idea is what kind of events have you put together then for this group of women? And have you ever had seven and a half thousand people turn up? (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) That would be a bit alarming, wouldn't it? What are we going to do with you lot? Um, So all different stuff, like like we're saying, like the boozy brunches and, and those kind of events. But I think for kind of where we realized where we could also really help like Bondi has really struggled with all the tourists disappearing and for me like I said to you before like my my passion is just how can this help so I realized there was sort of an opportunity between Bondi Beach Babe sort of matching with local businesses so we started to run more events where we were driving or still are um girls into businesses so like the surfing um we do uh, like jujitsu, ocean confidence, free diving. Uh, but then also on the site, you know, there's also then stuff like there's a book club and there's a run club and a walk. So there's, I think the nice thing about Bondi Beach Babes and is the variety, like it's, it's attracted women of all different ages and backgrounds, which means that when people get together, no one kind of feels awkward because everyone's already a little bit out of place. Mm. <laughs> so there's no like click because it's this really diverse community. And I think the nice thing that we've been able to create that I haven't been to before is, is women often come on their own and they come and like, I had this girl show up and she's like, Oh my God, I've, I have never been this nervous. Like even going on a date, she's like, I am so nervous. Um, and before they come, girls will often say, okay, we'll meet you outside and we'll bring you in. Cause obviously that's the, like the scariest bit is walking into a room of women that, that you don't know. And then you have to try and talk to people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're all, all different things, but it's, it's been really beautiful. That's incredible because I think there's probably a broad age of people, isn't there? And you could kid yourself into thinking that you're quite confident but you're used to your own network of friends. And like you say, things change. So have you found that people are out of their comfort zone, no matter what age and no matter what background, even though you might think, well, you're just meeting people and we've been around for long enough. We know how to do that. I think if you're going on your own to something, I think you'd be a very rare breed of a human. If you don't feel awkward walking into a room on your own, I think there's this, myth that you know you're going to walk in and just walk up to, like everywhere I hate it like I feel the most awkward human doing stuff like trying to strike up a weird conversation with someone you don't know like it's horrible <laughs> unless there's some alcohol involved and then then you're all right <laughs> well you know just before this phone call uh, well just before we uh, press record I told you about going to a networking event only yesterday and I yeah. thought to myself the word networking just is just talking to people isn't it but this was proper networking mm. and I was very tempted to go and sit in the toilet for a bit <laughs> and I thought come on you've got this so personally I think it is a skill that's worth pushing on but I always want to be mindful that some um there's some 
it's hard for everybody, but maybe some people find it even harder than other people. Have you, have you, do you kind of keep your eye on people to make sure that they're okay for an event? Yeah. Uh, Any Bondi Beach Babe stuff. I mean, first of all, the premise is, you know, a lot of people are on their own, therefore make the effort. Mm. Um, And like I said to you, a lot of time I will say to the girl, okay, if you're coming on your own, you feel scared. Here's my number. I will meet you outside. I will walk you in and I will, put you you know I'll introduce you just need one person right that you feel comfortable with um so I think as long as people have got one human that they can come back to the toilets from and be like oh my god okay I know that you're here um and then yeah I think now what's really nice is lots of the girls come back to the events and there is this little family that's been formed and most people came on their own at some stage so I think now people are conscious like a little ripple effect isn't it I think mm. now someone's like oh my god I I know how that feels walking in I'm gonna go up to them and yeah everyone's but I I will keep my eye out but I think so will the community they're always sort of looking out for each other anyway yeah it's a great skill isn't it because if you've you've probably given them confidence in other areas of their life because you've if they were quite well you just wonder because if you if you are going through a lonely patch your confidence actually can dip and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy Yeah. rather than when you've got a bit of a gang of girls and you have a good weekend and you've got a difficult meeting the next day, you know that you can chat to your mates maybe that, that night or you think, well, I succeeded at that thing that was quite scary, surfing with some new friends. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that people's confidence developed in themselves from joining that community, especially after lockdown? Maybe it had a ripple effect in a positive way for them. Yeah, I think originally um, during COVID, people were going through so many mental health battles. Um, And I think the group in the beginning really helped with people's mental health. So we had uh, lots of messages um, come through that we didn't know how to deal with. Um, Some from women in abusive relationships trying, you know, during lockdown with somebody who's abusing them uh we had women who were suicidal one woman woman in in particular who messaged um Sarah and I saying she was literally going to kill herself um and then somehow or another a day or two days later she came to an event uh sat and was in tears uh and just said you you know this group has really saved I can't think of a better word but you know really helped me uh I don't I don't feel like that. I was on the verge of taking my life, but now I realize I've got people who will listen and help. And I I think it really helped with people's mental health. That's given me goosebumps because you've you've given someone hope and that really is quite a, a message and a reminder to us all really that actually it's only a conversation to someone, isn't it? Because a lockdown was extreme, but if yeah. you're only even outside of lockdown, if you're stuck in your own head or you feel as though no one else is around, um, you feel miles away and it can take one coffee, one conversation, a, a group of girls who you barely know, but you feel comfortable crying with to give yeah. you that that um, hope again, like you say. Yeah, totally. And I, and, and I think that also might be how it, grew so rapidly is mm. and also that nice feeling like you were just of getting goose but like realizing okay I'm meeting people but also I feel good about meeting these people and 
you know, it wasn't all, yes, we have boozy brunches, but it wasn't all about bless me and get pissed. It was also around, okay, what can we do? Yes. What can we do to, you know, push ourselves? Like you were saying, like try surfing or try jujitsu or, you know, do something where you feel like a bit of a knob because you don't really know what you're doing, but we all, everyone did in that scenario. So yeah. So if someone was watching this and they were from our hometowns or from anywhere else, is there some um, advice that you would would give if they're in a similar situation? I think don't, in a similar situation of feeling lonely, do you mean? I think, yeah, never be scared. I think there's always people who are the same. Like people mm. feel the same regardless um, of what they might be giving out in the world um and I think just don't be scared of putting something out like I always think what's the worst that can happen okay that Facebook page nobody replies but who cares like if no one's replied no one's really read it or engaged with it no one's gonna I don't remember any Facebook posts from this morning that I've read let alone like doesn't really matter so I just think don't yeah don't be afraid of putting stuff out there and seeing where it goes I think that's great. You know, strike up a conversation with a stranger, you might just make their day, you know, because, yeah, totally. and don't be scared. Like yeah. you said, I don't know what we are worried about sometimes. Even saying good morning to some people, you think they look grumpy, they won't want to say morning. Yeah. If they don't say morning, you know, back to me, then what's the worst that can happen? I'm just going to say morning to the next person and they will say good morning back. <laughs> exactly. I waved at somebody yesterday. I thought I saw my friend yesterday and I, I was I was feeling a bit shit in. I looked. At, I haven't seen them for a bit, and I was like, "Oh God, they're gonna." Do, I could see. You know, when you see someone approaching from a distance, I was like, "Do I do I do I do it? Do I not?" And in that scenario, I always go bigger. I'm like, "Of course, I'm gonna say hello." Like, "Hi, here I am." And at that moment, as I was wait, I realised it was someone I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you went that big. <laughs> uh, I went super big. It just looked at me, completely ignored me, didn't even give me like a little nod or anything. Just <laughs> Why is that woman jiggling around in, in my face? <laughs> Who is she? You might overhear someone in the pub saying, oh my God, I was walking past this lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really impressed. I'm really impressed by your message and approach around fear, fear the fear. You've never felt the fear of failure. And also this... Uh, don't worry about it. What's the worst that can happen? Have you always had that? Or is this anything that's developed over time? Um, I think I've always had it, but it doesn't translate into every aspect in life. <laughs> so I do have a lot of fear around, like if you got me to stand up and do a big talk in front of thousands of people I would be absolutely petrified if I had to walk into a networking event on my own I would be afraid like I think I do I definitely have fear but I think fear around my ideas failing I do, I just think yeah that I don't have fear that I, do, I, I don't care throwing stuff out there and have you found, did it take some time to find your your thing? Because that, that sounds to me like you've got your thing. Because most people would be terrified of everything that you do. Or I certainly think, I, you know, I, I think I wouldn't dare. But it would take me a lot to build a community. Even to turn up to a community. Sometimes I think, nah, I'll just do my own thing. So did it take any time to find that that was your thing and you were going to go after it? Or have you found that throughout the years you've always created communities and put ideas out there and just 
then seen what would happen. I still don't know if it is my thing. <laughs> I reckon <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm good at cre- I'm good at our family always hosted really good parties. Like my dad and mum are, are like the the you know, our back door was always open at home. There'd be people coming in for cups of tea. And so I think I've come from that background of getting people t- together is a really lovely thing to do and having fun and being stupid and all is a lovely like being quite childlike like our family yeah childlike in lots of ways and I think adopting I think it's come from that I I don't know if this is my thing if the pub is my thing like but I think I I know that I like yeah making community and and being creative I, I think I I know I like those things. I honestly think the world needs it so much. We need one of you where I live. Um, I'm probably, but have you ever? You. Oh, 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 crikey. Yeah. Oops, what have I done? Have you ever thought about expanding that business or how, or have other ideas come up? Bondi Beach Babes? Or? Yeah. Uh, Bondi Beach Babes, yes. We originally, went nuts in the beginning and we were like let's do Byron Beach Babes let's do Burley Beach Babes and we bought all the domains and we set up all the Facebook pages and and I went back home during Covid and and got stuck there for a year and and attempted to set up the same thing back at home Um, but I think something like Bondi Beach Babes it needs physical presence it doesn't work if you're like okay we're going to do a brunch and so and so is going to run it it just people are quite not flaky but people really need someone to hold their hand in Mm. that type of scenario and they need somebody that you they sort of know off of the internet who's going to be there uh and we did try in those communities and we tried to like employ somebody to be you know the host of these events and but it didn't work so and and in terms of time I think Sarah and I with Bondi Beach Babes really wanted to focus on getting that community as as good as it can be and then focus on other things and then she had a baby and I birthed the pub (laughs) okay so let's move well I I mean quickly talking about your beach babe partner because we've not referenced her quick um introduction into Sarah so you two are friends who built it together yeah yeah so we're friends through the chamber of commerce um so we knew each other in a bit of a um, work, well, in a work capacity, but we've we've run lots of events together. Uh, so we knew that we had that background of events. She used to run events in, for the bucket list um, and different bars in Bondi. So we both had that kind of background of doing it. Uh, and then I talked to her during lockdown about feeling lonely. Um, her mum was also struggling quite a bit at the time. And she was like, okay, and so I don't really know how it happened, but somewhere along the conversation, yeah. It, so it's the two of us. Excellent. So you're twin souls to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about she's had a baby and you've had a you've you've opened a pub. Please tell us more about that. That is a really bold, cool, great thing because also Sydney does not have good pubs. So no, agreed. It does now. Yeah. Tell us more. <laughs> Uh, so again, a bit, I feel like all these, I think for me and like, like nothing, and maybe this is for everyone, the, the best stuff has come out of random scenarios. Like I've never had a proper, proper job. They, you know, they've all come out of random 
things in in some way or another. Um, and on the back of Bondi Beach Babes, we were running a dating night uh, at a local bar called the Corner House. Um, and I came up with the idea to do dating in the dark. So <laughs> we blind we blindfolded the girls, blindfolded the guys, and and they were in this sort of room um off of the bar and they'd they'd have a date in the dark and it was bloody brilliant like what a unique idea I mean I've got I'd have to cheat (laughs) but it was just such an interesting like social experiment as well like people were attracted to people who they wouldn't have been attracted to like it, it was really really interesting um so I was running that and the guy who owns the corner house was helping me to run dating in the dark like just helping with the the logistics of it on the night and we became friends over that event and again realized well oh my god we work really really well together uh and on the back of that he offered me a job he was like look I I would like someone to come and do events do you want to come around events and I realized I'm like look I, I have too many side jobs I'm looking for one particular job and then we sat down had a coffee and he was like well if if you're looking for something big, I've got a bit of a crazy idea. Um, I'm thinking about opening like an English pub. What are your thoughts? Uh, and then we opened, we had the, we had the chat, I think like on the Monday and we signed a lease maybe on the Thursday. Whoa. Can I ask financially how that works without you going too much into, how do you find the funds? What kind of funds do you need to get into that? Um, you can be very creative with how you make money. Um, uh, so, for example, so we, yes, yeah, so say so we signed the lease on the Thursday. We picked the keys up on the Monday. On the Sunday, the next week, there was City to Surf in Bondi. So uh, Ben's strength is Ben is is really very good at um, creatively making money. Um, so we realized that in Bondi, um, there were just marquees down on the beach this year. So, and there were all these corporates looking for venues after the race. So we managed to host 500 people from Amazon on the Sunday. (laughs) So that was a big kickstart. That basically was a huge kickstart into the, into the business. And then also the venue that we took over, um, the people who had the venue before they walked out on it during COVID. So it wasn't like we were decking out, you know, like building a whole new, but a lot of the stuff was already there. Okay. Um, so yeah, we, we got a big, yeah, kind of a big kickstart from city to surf. And then we've been creative as we've gone along in, in finding these kind of big chunks of money. Uh, and I've learned that from Ben. That's, that's a, his skill. So you're quite full, forward in terms of approaching people and approaching ideas or potential customers or clients I suppose is that how Amazon came about yeah uh, they approached actually they approached his other business uh, and they were looking for a venue and then we realized during City to Surf there was yeah there was just a desperate need for these big corporates to be somewhere so it was everyone everyone was a winner out of that situation. Like they had this amazing venue. We got some capital to start the business. Um, yeah. Amazing. So it is just the two of you, is that right? And you're managing everything from supply, stock, food, drink, menu, 
finances paying is that is that right yeah yeah how 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 does that work how do you um divide are, are you finding that you're good at some things that you didn't realize you'd be good at or are there some areas that you're just finding you really don't enjoy uh yeah in terms of how it works it's chaos like don't get me wrong like it is pretty chaotic um and yeah I think whenever you start a business you've got to do you are all the people you are the marketing person you like it's hilarious like people are phoning up my phone and trying to book in the pub and I kind of forget I'm like oh I should probably answer it with like hello this is my English place um and uh, yeah I think we're managing it we've got very we've got similar skills and very different skills like I'm not very good like I said financially with thinking about you know how we get capital and what you know budget like the money side is Ben he's he's super good at that we both have these skills of putting on really really good events um and then between it we kind of muddle through I think the events is a brilliant idea, actually, because I suppose you can't just assume to open your doors and that people will come. I, I know that's what you really hope because you've got a beautiful building, good menu, good drinks. But actually, the events is a reason to go somewhere that might actually get people talking as well. Have you yeah. thought about doing a dating in the dark in the English place? We have we have thought about it. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet, but maybe. And I think also for the pub, that was also a little bit of a a sister of Bondi Beach Babes like Sarah and I had this actual idea out Bond to do a co-working space mm. um, for women mainly and mainly kind of focusing on mums and um, and then stuff happened and we just didn't have the time so I think the pub is not a co-working space but it's also again I wanted this space where women could just cut or whoever could just come feel completely at home and you know the type you walk in and you know people like I really want it and it's becoming that that type of vibe um yeah so there's a there's a big overlap Uh, we need this more than ever don't we I mean now people are we all walk around with our headphones in we don't talk to strangers we go and get coffees at different places there aren't really local pubs as much anymore and that is the you might not even know someone's name, but you can chat to them at the bar exactly. about yeah. their dog or about their weekend or about the weather. I, I think that is uh, such, it could be regarded a small thing, but would would make the world such a more connected place if there were more exactly. places like that. And again, it's kind of a thing for many, you know, for the men, like we, we got so many asks of, can't you do a Bondi Beach Babes for boys? I'm like, it won't work. Mm. Men aren't on Facebook. Talk like, Bondi Beach Babes girls will say like anyone know a good gynecologist or you know like there's no kind of they don't really care they just ask for advice and then people are very open whereas I think men aren't on like men don't do that on social media or or aren't on it so I think the pub is actually quite a nice base of there's men that sit at the bar and have a good chat and they're there all you know I think it's it provides that type of place where like you say they can come and just talk to somebody I did read recently, I think it was a London article about single guys being in their 30s, a quite lonely, detached group. And this journalist was saying, you know, you think that we're women can get more and more picky and we kind of celebrate the fact that we are 
picky or don't settle for, for not great. Um, don't settle until you get the best. But actually, there's a big group of guys who aren't as naturally inclined to meet, keep in touch with a group of friends. And I started to think that maybe that is a potential big, big issue because, you know, if you were a guy that used to play football, the football kind of starts to tail off. Going to the gym is quite a solo exercise. Um, so, yeah, do you think there is a role for community groups like Bondi Beach Babes for guys? Has that been, I mean, obviously people have suggested that to you, but um, what's your view of that? I think that, yeah, I think there definitely is. I don't know how, um, you know, I think there's, I know in Bondi and there's groups like there's Floro Friday, which started out from surfing and, and helping people and starting this conversation around mental health and, and I know that there's also quite a lot of community groups locally who do the whole like ice barbs and, you know, man walks and talking. But I think there is a miss in people who actually don't, you know, aren't very, there's this link between sport and mental health. But I think how about the people that don't like sport that isn't really, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the the solution is, but. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Yeah, if you're not sporty, if you're not into what, what's the next thing? Yeah, I was actually talking to some people about um, technology and developers the other day and saying they were, you know, preferring to work from home and not coming into the office. And then we were saying, again, it, it could be a vicious cycle that, you know, you might be introverted or prefer working on your own, but actually the office does force you to talk to people and force you to be a part of something. So okay. if you you can't literally drag someone in the office and say, this will be good for you. I know it will be, but how do you encourage them? So I don't know, maybe more to, to discuss and ponder. Yeah. Um, you're very creative, it seems, with the ideas and the events that you come up with. So two questions. Can you give me a, a, a few of the events that you've um, created? Because having heard about surfing and dating in the dark, it sounds like they're giving me so many ideas for just different ways to do life. Um, and then also I'm wondering where, where the ideas come from. How do they just pop into your head <laughs> um ideas around a bit I suppose um one of the ideas that I really again this was a different little business venture um we did something called the circus of ideas um probably for a year and it was kind of like a TEDx um style event and I get that actually came out of failing we we applied for I applied with my ex-boyfriend um one afternoon after a bottle of wine we were talking about doing a TEDx event and we applied to do it and we got rejected uh because there's lots of kind of rules around the names of TEDx and the themes and kind of this very set protocol and we didn't follow it uh, and I think Bondi's already bought and we were trying to be Ben Buckler TEDx or anyway, it's quite complicated to host a TEDx event under under those kind of protocols. So we're like, right, let, what else can we do? And we're like, let's actually just go and book the pavilion. And we were sat in the bucket list. And we're like, should we just book it and just put on an event? Um, and we came up with this. I, I really, really loved it. Um, this kind of themed event. And it was all around getting together like entrepreneurs um, artists, um, very creative people talk about a particular theme um, in a similar style as, as a TED event. Uh, and that was really beautiful. That was kind of a nice 
start in getting these sort of creative and meeting these creative people. I think I'm really lucky that I'm surrounded by a lot of very interesting humans who are doing really interesting things. Um, yeah, so that that was a really good idea in terms of your other in terms of thinking of them. I don't really know. <laughs> I think again that childlike of just imagine. I think it comes from imagination of of yeah. I think it's. I think a lot of them come out of imagination. I don't really know. Yeah, no, I like that. I think imagination probably is something that is if you actually just stopped and had a bit of a daydream, if you think about, oh, I used to love rollerblading. Do you remember when we used to love rollerblading? Hang on a minute. Should we buy some roller skates? <laughs> I, I suppose yeah. it's just giving yourself some time to sometimes think and observe people maybe. And you live near the ocean. So you've obviously thought, well, hang on a minute, people are going surfing. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can come up with some good ideas this afternoon. Oh, yay. But I think when you're a kid, like in terms of events, and also a lot of the events I selfishly think offer, I'm like, what do I want to do? I'm like, oh, I really want to try free diving. So for Bondi Beach Babes, those events often come out of, right, like this really cool thing is happening. Why don't we all go and try it? Um, and then the other, th again, thinking like being a kid, I think, you know, you could be in your back garden and suddenly you've turned it into something in your head. And I think we sort of lose that imaginative sort of play as as adults and then kind of find it a bit difficult to think of things yeah um, yeah. yeah yeah I know when when you live in a big city as well sometimes you'll you know being from London you remember walking down the south bank and you'd see lots of different events and they do rooftop gardens and things and totally. that's all I think maybe there's something around opening your eyes to ideas looking in magazines um you know thinking about things that you've possibly seen on holiday and that kind of thing as well where maybe we it's only about opening your mind as opposed to just thinking about yeah. the day-to-day -day. yeah yeah I like that awesome and um obviously I had to double check that you were near 40 um because <laughs> it's all it's always a dodgy question how did you feel um so we must be born probably in the in the same year maybe 1982 yeah same great um happy birthday when was your birthday oh february right okay august how did you find turning 40 um for me it wasn't such a big thing actually um i think a lot of people are like oh i'm 40 and then i'm you know, I'm suddenly everything's I'm very confident and I don't give a shit. And um, I think the only thing that in terms of like. In how I feel, I think I've always thought this, but more so now that life is short and it's like, oh, my God, I'm 40. Like, geez, how the hell like have we got here? <laughs> you know, And then I think for me, in terms of like how I live life is thinking okay well you know you're half maybe halfway there or what I just I just think life is so short and just constantly thinking okay if I didn't do this will I regret it yes I would therefore I just I need to do it so I, th I think I've kind of had that mentality all the way through life but I think it's more dominant now I'm 14 you know you blink and it's Friday again um yeah so I think in in sort of living life a bit like that amazing and what are the things that you do that make you make you you what are the bits of your life that you just enjoy the most 
That's a hard question. <laughs> Good one, that, isn't it? <laughs> Make me me. Oh, God. Um, I think... I don't really know how to answer it. Um, oh, sorry. Well, you've got, got a dog, so that must be a good... dog outside. I'd oh, like... okay. Not your own dog. No. Uh, I think being quite open-minded and carefree um, kind of make me me. And then I think my big values are in friends and family. So I think in, in keeping those really close people that I really love very close. Um, yeah, I think they make me me. Yeah, great. Well, I mean, you live quite far away from quite yeah, a I lot of them. Um, yeah. So as your friends become a, a well, I suppose you, you're close to family by talking to them a lot, but have your friends in Australia become like family? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one last question, actually, because yeah. I'm wondering how you stay motivated when you've got, because it sounds so brilliant, especially Bondi Babes and the pub. They're all very social. They're all very full on. What happens when you wake up one day and you just think, I've had enough. I don't <laughs> want to get out of bed. I don't want to see anybody. <laughs> I had I had a big moment like that this week, actually. Actually, one day I didn't get dressed this week. That's um, good to hear, to be honest. We, we don't want everyone to be too, you know, super powered at all times it's unnatural isn't it I think yeah I think when you've got a lot going on I think it's it's yeah it's a given um and again motivated I just I tend not to think so far ahead and I just think like sometimes yeah I don't want to get up and go to the pub again and and put on a face and you know get dressed up and but then I kind of know, like with the pub, I know there's a team waiting there for me. So what am I going to do? Like what I always think, what's what's the option? Like with anything, okay, you can you can have you can be miserable or you can be happy. You can go in or what am I going to do? I'm going to stay at home and just slob about. So I I just tend to try not to overthink things uh, and deal with things in very small doses. <laughs> Uh, otherwise it's just it is complete overwhelm and I, I would be unmotivated um so I think just yeah thinking about things in very very small chunks mm, that's a very good bit of advice I think <laughs> as, as someone that at times can struggle with her sleep I think no. that it's realizing that things don't make molehills into mountains whereas actually if you think little steps the worst doesn't happen that's probably yeah. one thing that would happen would help yeah oh yeah it's just been a recent thing um we'll be okay um thank you so much for your time amy um b i'm so looking forward to see what happens next with the pub and with uh, bondi beach babes and i do think that you could surely host an event i'm imagining like a gigantic festival for like seven and a half thousand <laughs> easy <laughs> there we go i'm thinking like a child <laughs> brilliant Thank you so much for talking to us and for inspiring us all. And I think there's been some really strong messages around the importance of community and friendship and looking out for each other. So um, massively appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Hannah. Thanks for thank having you. me.